not know how to start this episode. I guess welcome to the, the season finale, the season wrap up, the State of the Union address for the See for Yourself podcast, episode 26. I am your host, Arliss Johnson, and I am joined here today by Oh shit, we're going that hard, huh? Uh just Pirate Steve, I suppose. God, I don't I don't even know where to start. I have like a list of notes. Uh I know that you and I have talked about how how, how to even do a season wrap-up episode for fucking weeks now. Did you did you have anything that you thought would be like a good this would be a good thing to bring up right away? So here's the thing, you kinda you kinda run the show. So not really. I don't know, you, and you make most of the creative decisions and, and really I just live here, man. Not nothing's nothing springs to mind for me, you know? Like uh I know we have in passing talked about some shit that we wanna go back and address, but I don't know if there's anything more important than that or any notes you want to make for the for the future okay was there a preamble that that you thought we did particularly well on because i know we had a couple where we really fumbled it right like i feel like oh. we started to like sort of sort of razz ourselves about it at one point yeah the like, Hellraiser in, in, episode, i think is the one where we're yeah. like damn we really fucked that up well the, on, on top of that it's uh there's been so i went back and listened to some of them and there were a couple episodes where i even mentioned i'm like ah you're, you're like do you have any more speculations and i'm like well you know anything else that i would guess would be pretty run-of-the-mill you know and and you even make a joke about it or like i predict in the second act the the main characters will separate and blah blah you know what i mean i think we did really good on or did we do really good on the tingler or was that just the most fun that's the one I like the most. If if I had to pick one, I would say the Tingler. I think we did a pretty good job in the preamble, and it, it ran kind of long. But I don't have a problem with the preambles running long as long as they're still fun and interesting and whatnot. Yeah, I kind of like like I do kind of want to make predictions for things that I do think we'll see in in the movies because that's kind of that's kind of what we're doing here is is playing around with what, what you think you know about film you know what you think could possibly happen you know but i i do like running off on tangents about uh you know the tingler 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 it seems like we're always saying that the blurb didn't really have a lot to go off of was there a particular blurb that you thought was like specifically bad for this or a particular blurb that you thought was particularly good for this when we're expressing that out loud we're like oh this blurb didn't give us a whole lot it's not like we're saying that this is like a critically bad blurb or something like that or this movie doesn't have a good plot synopsis or, or whatever we're just trying to express the frustration we're having in this moment with like coming up with stuff to say about the like two or three sentence thing we just read no no, that's that's a good point i i think we had already mentioned that like the santo blurb was just like woefully inaccurate to the story they were telling yeah that's probably the worst one but uh god for for a best one i i kind of wish the house one was not so verbose as another thing i wanted to mention like I, I, there's got to be like a middle ground that these people have to come up with right well, where it's the, like the problem with the house one that's when we started instituting the sort of we're going to talk a lot about unspoken rules in this episode i imagine but one of the unspoken rules we developed in the house episode was that only i'm allowed to see the blurb and i have to edit <laughs> because you're, you're right a lot of these blurbs do do that uh, even the tingler blurb which was pretty short and to the point i had to cut so much out of that they named like four or five different characters i think i mentioned it in the episode in a, in a sort of blink and you'll miss it moment i say like oh well, i had to edit this down so that it didn't have seven different characters names in it and that's wild because i can't even remember most of the names of the characters that's yeah oh god the blurbs are a good point to talk on how like we really do and and santo specifically we really do go into these things blind as hell like we do not we don't know. We had the, the the feast episode where it was sort of like brought to light very visibly that we didn't know what the movie was going to be about because we didn't even know it was going to be like a, uh, a a foreign film. Yeah, I think it was like a Welsh film for that one or something like that. No, that's exactly what it was. And then the Santo movie, we really fucking stuck our feet in our mouths. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was, but like yeah, you know, I, I went back and you you were kind of you were kind of harshing on it, and I was like, man, did we really do that bad? I don't. I don't think we shat on the careers of these people as badly as uh, memory served. Yeah, I guess I just... Sento is such an interesting character historically and culturally that like I feel bad saying anything short of like this is magical and we talk about this a little bit I do want to like have that sort of like all films are magical mentality going into every film and coming out of every film but some some movies are harder than others and I know that early on we talked about how like La La Llorona the the horror movie that stars uh our our queen angel perfect sweet baby I can't remember her name to save my life right now um well she apparently she's not that good then huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's uh, perfect uh, I love her good old what's-her-face our perfect sweet angel baby linda cardellini oh okay yeah 
Yeah, it stars her. She's the best part of that movie. And the guy who played Tuco, Raymond Cruz, those are the best actors in that movie. And they're what carry the movie. But when I brought it up, I was just like, it's a bad movie. And you corrected me in the moment. I feel bad about like how sometimes it just feels easier to say like, oh, this was a bad movie. When what I mean is I didn't like it personally. You well, know? is that? Yeah. Well, I, I guess that has more weight coming from you because you're supposed to be the expert on these things. Whereas like, I don't know, you've mentioned before that like uh, Donkey's got that video. Like he talks about critics and and how you know you have to you have to get to know the critic and know what they value and then everything they they say kind of has that context so you know I, I feel like somebody should by the time somebody has finished a whole season of our bullshit they should be able to go like oh they, they said that movie was bad and this is what that means uh, to them you know fucking it was two hours when it didn't need to be it had a lot of cgi is basically what people are going to take away whenever you say a movie's bad i get that argument i guess i just uh it, it brings me back to that time we talked about well why don't we do a rating system for see for yourself where we actually say oh this movie was a, a five out of ten i said i was uninterested in that and i don't want to be like putting that on people or whatever have you i don't want to be saying that something is good or bad and then i don't know man I, I i hope that this podcast gets to a point that we will have covered like you know hundreds of movies you know and it's just i don't like the idea of us saying that samurai cop is an eight and then coming up on dead heat and saying it was like a six and it's like well why was one of them an eight and one of them was a six and all this stuff and it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense and uh, i think that giving a one to ten score is never going to make sense because it's usually just based on how you were feeling about it that day you know did samurai cop really fucking hit that day yeah, or, you know or the movie can just be like really challenging and fucking did we ever release the nightingale episode i don't think we did right no no i, I wanted to talk about that because like sort of the the history that, of the podcast that, that we don't get to talk about a lot is originally when we started this we kind of just wanted to do it with like me and my my two friends at the time and we sort of uh streamline the process down to just sort of these one-on-one -on -one things and then we tried doing three people again and it did poorly again and then we tried to streamline down again i don't know what it is but i think it's it's probably why i'm always gonna end up coming back to you as my like my main podcast buddy I'd, I'd like to have more people on i'd like to have a more diverse cast of like people to uh do the from podcast with from what you've told me that you know you've tried a couple of times and it's just i don't know what makes me just the most amazing man human history has ever seen but you've had you've had some real atrocious people like show up and you're like yeah let's record and then you listen back and it's like cool get out of my house and i'd never want to see you again yeah i don't know what it is about that microphone it's like it's it's the same thing as like the the phenomenon when i tell people like yeah you can name yourself whatever you want on the podcast you don't have to use your real name or you can if you want to every time people can't help themselves they either come up with some atrocious like holy fucking shit why would you say that out loud name or they're just like deer in the headlights i don't know what to fucking do you're like the only person who's like oh okay well i'll just go with like the nickname i've had for a little while and then after that i'll just kind of come up with stuff as i see it or I'll come up with things that are a reference to something I saw can earlier I, in the week. Or, can yeah. I mention what an absolute game changer? There, it was like, I don't know, the second or third episode that we had out, you know, we were just doing names. Like, oh, I'm this and I'm that and I'm whatever. And uh, it was specifically, it's like, you know, when, when you boil a lobster and their eyes, how they, they look weird, the eyes? I'm that. That's my name. And I was like, dude, fucking rewriting the book right here. And ever since then, I'm like, dude, I don't have to be a person. I can be a concept. Like, <laughs> I'm a voice in somebody's head. I'm God, basically. <laughs> I'm glad I was able to empower you so much. I'm always kind of trying to do that. I remember. Oh yeah, uh, that, it, it just it, it changed. It changed it from that. From then on, I think I stopped picking names, and I was just, uh, you know, a cup of milk with ice and shit like that. Yeah, I, I really fucking broke the chains that you that were holding you back. <laughs> I think that that's a really cool thing and it kind of exemplifies why we do this podcast in the first place. And that's like that we, we want to kind of explore how like your opinions can grow and change even over the course of just like a one and a half hour, like film watching session. Right. That's one of the things that we kind of like that, that goes unpraised sort of here. And all it takes is like one little thing and you're just like, Oh damn, this changes everything. I think there are a lot of episodes where you can see that. I know in the sideways episode, I talk about how there was just that one shot where the guy goes into the bathroom and the, the camera kind of lingers on the the men's sign that says this is the men's room 
and that sort of reconceptualized the movie for me. In the preamble, we're basically just talking about how it's going to be this like the hangover, but with wine, or it's it's going to be about these guys going to Italy and starting their own winery and abandoning their fiance and and starting a new life together. You know, we we had like perfectly like serviceable ideas, but none of them that were as like grand as men have a duality that's really difficult to pin down, but it's also super relatable. Yeah, I think I even missed some of that like when I watched it. It wasn't until afterwards where you're like, oh, and then they I didn't even remember that shot on the bathroom door until you'd mentioned it in the outro. Yeah, and that's that's what we're trying to get at. You know, sometimes all you need is somebody to say like, hey, did you notice this? Or did you know this was possible? I think for a lot of people, that's kind of what like college does. You know, you just kind of go and, okay, we got to write a paper about uh, ex-presidents and everyone's like, okay, I got to write about all these fucking old dirtbags. And then somebody's like, oh, ex-presidents? Like the president of Mexico? Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh damn i didn't know we could even do that shit and the teacher's like yeah i guess you got me on a technicality here i i said ex-president so i didn't go to college because i'm a fucking idiot but there, i did take some some like college classes in high school or some shit like that i really fondly remember this english class and not because fucking i remember how to do english gooder but because, like, I don't, there's something about a class that can teach you how to think a different way. Y you know, it's like when you start looking at the news as l as less of, like, oh, this is an unbiased thing. And you're like, no, everything everybody says is a biased opinion. And it's your job to fucking see through it. And then it just sort of changes how you, how you look at shit. And I think even the, this podcast is definitely, because I'm, I'm not the movie dude. You know, I, I think I've seen three and a half movies in my whole life. And they were all on this podcast. <laughs> and yeah. fucking you know and like now now i can see it as like you know you've kind of, you've kind of opened my eyes to that where it's like it's a it's an art form it's an it's an argument on screen it's you know it's it's so much more than like a fucking three act formulaic thing bad guy go burr and good guy go no yeah yeah pretty much and it's like but did you ever think about how this is a representation of the italian renaissance i'm like god damn it i knew ghostbusters wasn't gonna be that easy I'm, I'm, I've got this like I've got this whole thing typed up here of like ideas I had in advance of the season 26 wrap up because this is sort of the exception to the rule right like we, we kind of knew in advance we were going to do this and normally I kind of try to keep Pirate Steve in the dark I want to be like oh he doesn't know what movie we're going to watch and then I spring it on him and I feel pretty safe knowing he's not going to have seen just about 90% of the movies that I'm going to be able to suggest yeah this I, one, I was about to say like wait uh, this is the, the first scripted episode well we're like, not I, even we're not even scripted we're, we're literally just like hey jot Bullet down points. some ideas yeah jot some ide ideas you have in advance and we'll talk about them and see if we like them and then we'll try to use them to the best of our ability even the most like fleshed out ideas we had we ended up abandoning them before we did this because we were like oh god that's just too fucking much and now we're sitting here fucking scrambling in front of each other trying to have like a season in review i'm doing a terrible job but one of the ones that stands out to me here is that the name i was going to use for this episode was i am your host it is only a coincidence that we are doing a season wrap-up episode after getting a full dong movie for the first time it is strictly a coincidence it's not because of that <laughs> and that was going to be my name for the episode we're not wrapping up the season every time we get a full dong movie that's not how this works oh but what if it was though like that, that'd be really good you know we just we get three more movies down the line and it's like well i guess that's season two i saw a dong how does this fucking podcast have like 30 seasons oh they just they're just doing dong movies now yep it's just dong movie after dong movie there's like a whole like six seasons straight that only have one episode because we just lucked into dong movie after dong movie after dong movie uh segue very very gracefully into podcast etiquette we have terrible podcast etiquette do you do you know that have you have you I, listened i wasn't aware there was podcast etiquette I, I just say things man yeah so there's like a couple of things like you know we shouldn't talk over each other and we do that quite a bit we should try to have like a full thought without having to be like well it's kind of like like and it, and it wouldn't be crazy if we had anyways i guess i'm just trying to say it was a good it was a good character decision for him you know i just have to cut all of that or leave it in i don't know what to fucking do with it i'm over here floundering to figure out like because i know what you meant because i was in the conversation but when you're like trying to you know redo it for the world it doesn't make a lot of sense but we have we have pretty bad podcast etiquette and that's probably something we should do our best to work on in the upcoming seasons oh and also like uh there's a degree of like animosity that i have towards like uh this is specifically on me there's a degree of like animosity that i will have to some of our guests and i i know it was really bad when we were doing uh three people episodes that's probably why we stopped doing them. And it's uh, like I say animosity. I basically just mean that like somebody will present an opinion 
Pirate Steve will be like, oh yeah, I, I agree with Arliss Johnson's opinion. He's he's right on this one. And then the third person will be like, I disagree. I think it's the other way. Or I think it's something different. And for whatever reason, instead of being like, oh, thank you for providing a different outlook on this. That's exactly what we're looking for. What a wonderful thing. There are multiple examples of me being like, well, nah. -uh. And I even do this sometimes with you one-on-one. -on -one. I don't know, like we were talking about the swill bucket in the sideways episode. And I'm like, well, I don't, I didn't think the swill bucket was meant to imply that he was an alcoholic and you're like oh, i think it did and then i just went on to like further explain myself and it's like why do i need to do that i could have just been like okay well we have different opinions neato and i don't know if it's good of me to do that for the podcast where i just should further explain myself sometimes it's difficult when i further explain myself and you don't further explain yourself and it just feels like i'm like talking down at you you know well there there's a uh... You know, I say you're the movie expert, so sometimes when I'm like, I think it was this really simple thing, and you're like, here's my five-paragraph essay on, on why it's actually this thing, and I'm like, well, shit. I just sort of felt like it was my thing. I didn't have an argument for it. So I'm like, okay, yeah, go for it. I get that. Sometimes uh, you, you don't have like a, a bullet list of points. You're just kind of like, oh, I just took it to mean alcoholism's bad. And I'm like, no, I took it to be all these things. And you're like, I guess that means you're right. Because I just I just had the gut feeling. But like I embrace and support gut feelings. You should be allowed to have a gut feeling and allowed to be valid in that and allowed to be like, yeah, I had my gut feeling. Cool. And that's enough, you know? I don't know. Segwaying gracefully, I've talked to a handful of people about, like, the things that they have said that we could do to improve the podcast, and a lot of those things are kind of just, like... Crap. <laughs> not not crap, but, like, um... Like Why do you guys no sound good? Sound yeah. better, please. Yeah, they're, like, letters to the editor, or they're, like, hey, the quality of the podcast is bad, and I'm, like, yeah, man, cool. So, when we set up our Patreon, you're gonna be the first one to, like, sign up for $50 a month to make sure we can buy better equipment and stuff, right? <laughs> like, is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's not a fair argument, but it is like it's worth it, it is frustrating that like we're working within certain constraints. Like, you know, the the two of us are talking to our laptops fucking however many millions and billions of miles apart we are now. Like like that's just kind of it. We've had marked improvements throughout the whole thing. Like and you were doing your research on, you know, uh what kind of music we can put in the podcast and now we have fucking intro and outro shit and it's like that's pretty cool, right? Like, right? And they're yeah. just like why don't you sound like you're in a recording studio? Ah, well, there's a good answer to that. Because fuck you, that's why. Yeah, sorry sorry. we don't have a recording studio, it turns out. And I'm sure somebody will come along one day and be like, actually, here's a helpful solution for that. You can build a recording studio by following these simple steps, and it only costs a hundred bucks. And we'll be like, oh, we can scrape together a hundred bucks, sure. Ten or fifteen episodes down the line, you'll start noticing that we sound a lot better. But until somebody comes up with a very constructive explanation on how to do that cheaply and effectively, we're just going to keep sounding like crap until we can afford to actually have good equipment and good sound quality and whatnot so if if that is your criticism for us sorry right um, like you know everybody sees the streamers nowadays and it's like yeah they got the gaming chair and they got the microphone with the pop guard and 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 like all that shit and i'm like nah we're not we're not turning dividends on this shit man so like may, maybe when we have a patreon and people are like man really like what you're doing here you know we'll put some of that shit towards a fucking you know mic with a pop guard yeah, yeah. all that shit but um, fucking they're lucky they, they fucking i'm an expensive man to book they're they're lucky that you managed <laughs> to get me on these episodes <laughs> yes one person had a really cool idea where they were like hey why don't you do a end of the season bingo sheet that's that's kind of cool right people just make predictions for what they think we're going to like say or do or things that are going to come up in a particular season and uh at the end of the season we kind of just go down the line and we're like hey this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened or something like that people can submit their bingo sheets and we can say yep you, you, you got it all we, we did the thing i don't know exactly how this would work i haven't like worked out the details i i literally was having this conversation with this person last night really creative idea yeah i, I like you it should in, get them on the podcast they're clearly they're clearly great at uh you know this improv shit unfortunately uh they are a professional and actually good at this stuff and we could never afford them oh <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> their their time is worth money <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I was lucky to get the one conversation out of it. You know how we're lucky to get you for a full four hours of recording? I was lucky to get them for four full minutes of texting <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh no.
I, I wrote down as an idea here that it would be cool to like talk about how it is our duty as humans to make a, a, a particular piece of culture usable for aliens, just in case the only thing they're able to come across is like our podcast and they could, you know, see it and be like, oh, okay. So they had these like cultural artifacts called movies where they just told stories to each other through these things. And I guess some people would talk about them or something. And then we could have like an alien review corner where we just talk about how useful this movie might be to somebody who's completely ignorant of human culture or society or whatever and i guess i had the idea when we were watching santo and you and i are pretty much completely ignorant to santo <laughs> yeah no I, I, that's a good point I have, I have nothing to add i have nothing of value to add to this conversation <laughs> classic i know that we need to create a social media account for see for yourself but we have yet to really break into like triple digit viewership numbers i know that one month in in august we were at uh like 95 and I don't know if you know this, I'll go ahead and name the movies that are in August, starting with the most viewed, and I think that you can already guess what's coming, but uh, Bunraku. <laughs> that, that's my that's my gem. That's my gold medal. That's my ticket to never getting fired from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Your job security all in one word. <laughs> so there's a Bunraku, and then the second most viewed was Prey, and then The Sea Beast, and then Old School, and I know this will make you happy, the least viewed movie in August was Ghost Can't Do It. That's good. You know, you say we can't call a movie bad, but man. <laughs> really threading that needle. <laughs> that's some fucking, you know, 60-year-old dude's fan fiction, and it's like, hey, you know, you're, you've been making all these movies. People really trust you as a director, and it's like, those fucking fools. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Ghost Can't Do It is really like that. In that weird place of, like, it's so bad, it's good, but it's not good. Like, it's so bad, it's it's gone beyond it's so bad, it's good. It's in that place of, like, right. you're, you're just in awe of how fucking insane a movie can be. That's how bad it is. People people love to bring that up to me. They're like, hey, you're kind of a movie guy. What's a movie that's, like, uh, it's, it's so bad that it's good? Or, like, what are the, some of the worst movies ever made? Ghost Can't Do It has to be on that list, and it's crazy to me. Any of those online articles will never bring up a movie like ghost can't do it and i don't know if it's just because like some rich white dudes are gonna come after you if you do but like donald, donald trump was in the movie yeah like he's like actually that that movie was just a fucking hour and a half long advertisement for the art of the deal jesus fucking christ yeah, that movie, that movie is a lot. I would love it if somebody could contact us and tell us why it is that Bunraku is our most viewed episode. It's it's episode 10, Bunraku, and for whatever reason, that's the one that, like, exploded in viewership overnight. Yeah, no I, shit. Like, are, are we doing something wrong? Like, we can just be Bunraku for yourself, and, like, it'll just be fucking... I love that that's a trope for us, by the way. God, you know, we'll, we'll say... Let, let me save that conversation for later. <laughs> Because we're, we're still talking about social media stuff, right? Yes. So um, so while while we're on the topic of social media stuff, we do have a subreddit, the See For Yourself subreddit, r slash See For Yourself, just like it is in the in the title of our podcast. And we do, the podcast does have a Gmail. It's contactforyourself at gmail.com. Contact for yourself, just like see for yourself. But you're contacting us, so contact. See the bit we did there? You can email us with any ideas or, or questions or... or you just want to tell us that we're assholes and that we made fun of the Irish that one time and that wasn't fucking cool. Um, please, you know, we want to hear it. I, I I would love for me to not just have this anxiety about like, oh, we're going to get canceled. Oh my God. Every episode for no reason. I'd love for someone to be like, I'm canceling you. I'm doing it. Uh, speaking of which, we've we fired all of our, our bad hosts that we've ever had in the past. They're, they're, any of them that said anything controversial, they've been fired. They're gone. We hate them. Yes. Just, yeah, just actually, like you, they, audience. They had to pull me, Pirate Steve himself back in because uh, fucking can't, I can't remember. I can't remember any of them. As a matter of fact, they were so bad they they depart from my consciousness as soon as I I no longer see their stupid faces. But they're gone. This isn't even the original Pirate Steve. This is Pirate Steve with a PH instead of a V. That's we had to get a whole different Pirate Steve. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we, we we have a Reddit. It's like got nothing, like you know. And I, I've seen I've seen like the the posts get like twenty views. Uh, but I think that that's a little bit skewed by the check that if I I check it five times, it goes up five views. So maybe fifteen <laughs> views, except for the first one, the very first one. Uh, like fucking a hundred people saw that shit apparently, and it's like pr provided n no value. 
<laughs> so far that we know yeah of. well that um, that's what i was hoping like you'd see some fucking increase in viewership just from that but it's like every everybody saw like oh boy another couple of white dudes got a podcast how unique on the on the note of like social media things this kind of brings up something that we've talked about recently and that that whole like ai art thing happened and everybody is like i support local artists but i mean the ai art's just so cheap oh i love spending so little money on a ton of art but I do, I support real arts. I do love doing that. And these same people who are making that argument, like I am certain without a shadow of a doubt, do not listen to our podcast. And I'm not saying like, if you support local artists, come on, you know, whatever. I don't care. I really genuinely don't care. We mostly just do this podcast so that when Pirate Steve dies of alcohol poisoning and I die from someone strangling me. You know, when you die because <laughs> you're, you're giant Jenga tower of tolerable Dave movie records. <laughs> Um, when that falls on you. Did you just pull out Tollable Dave? Have you been <laughs> sitting on Tollable Dave? Yep, and he's he's got <laughs> such, there's such a Tollable Dave filmography that you'll have a tower of these DVDs, because they're all on DVD now, why wouldn't they be? And they're, they're gonna crush you to death. That's how you're gonna die, Tollable Dave. How long have you been sitting on Tollable Dave, like, just waiting for the chance to whip out Tollable Dave as a reference? No, honestly, God, that came up right now. I was, I was going, I was going to just say something generic, like, Oh, when when Arliss Johnson's movie collection, and I'm like, no, that's boring. Like, I, we're, what's a real hard hitter right here? Tollable Dave. <laughs> Tollable Dave's like the only movie you could bring up that I wouldn't be like, ah, oh, yes, The Shining, of course, because that is a movie I would I would have in my collection. Yes, yes, <laughs> quite, quite good old chum. <laughs> Tollable Dave fucking killed me. But yeah, it's it's just frustrating to hear people say things like that, like, oh, of course I support the trans community and all, but like, if I went on a date with one without knowing, I would be so pissed. And it's like, they have to tell you, or like, whatever. God damn, man. Can you actually, like, when you say you support something, can you actually fucking support it? Right. They're like, I support it from a distance. We're behind you all the way. And what they're actually saying is, I am way behind you. Yeah. I support it when it's like actively advertised to be cheap enough for me. I'm not going to like go and ask like a friend of mine who's an artist if they can do a painting of me and tell them I have this much money I'm willing to spend on it or whatever. No, I'm I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to wait until all of my artist friends start saying, I'll do any painting for $5.95, $5. Please come to me and I'll paint the biggest mural of your life. Oh my God. That that's when, that's when I'll start supporting local art. I don't know. I'm probably going to cut all of that. Jesus fucking Christ. I don't need to be good. No, no, that was solid. I liked it. I don't need to go. I, I think it brought up some good, good side comments too. Speaking of which, uh, I, I tried to, I cut that part out because I, another thing, you know, we, we suck at it doing on this podcast is we're like, man, the beginning was cool. And also the end, but also this other thing about the beginning and the middle of the movie also very good back to the end. And it's and like, I'm, I need to try to be better about fucking not having ADHD brain. I noticed that also. Yeah. But, but so I, so I wanted to bring up these tropes that, uh, keep coming up because I love it. I, I love them. I hope that the audience loves them too. I hope we get the, the cult following where people just like fucking be like, hey, are you are you Freebooter Stevens? Tight 90 minutes, buddy! Yeah, we do love the tight 90 minute movie. Uh, and then we make like an hour and a half long podcast about it when we, uh, an, an, another unspoken rule, the outline for every episode is we spend about 15 to 20 minutes talking about the preamble, the guesses, the kind of the introductory stuff, and then go and watch the movie come back and the rest of the 40 minutes, right around you know, 40, 45 minutes of the podcast is us talking about what actually happened in the movie, how it subverted our expectations, the things we liked, the things we didn't like, generally being jovial and fun. But we tend to go over on that while also having this bit in our podcast where we're like, oh, it's a 90 minute movie. That means that they care about our time and they made it a nice tight, like they, they kept it to what it needs to be right on that 90 minute line. Way to go. Right. Meanwhile, uh, we'll burn fucking 15 minutes being like, man, you remember this YouTube video? Yeah. I did that. <laughs> Do you remember Dexter's Laboratory and Ed, Ed and Eddie and Samurai Jack and fuck me? No. <laughs> what we're saying is if you're a fan of this show, we don't respect you or your time. Yeah, effectively. That's that's we respect our time and only having to watch a 90-minute movie, but not your time and having to listen to our fucking 30-minute bloated tirades on a YouTube video we watched one time or a meme that we saw that we now have to explain in excruciating detail. Jesus fucking Christ. Some, somebody pointed out that some of the guests that we have on aren't as good as other guests or they don't like them as much as other guests, I guess is the... Well, that is, that is kind of the point of having multiple guests, right? You know, fucking yeah. 
fucking uh, a flavor for every. I don't know what that saying goes. And I guess 20, I, twenty-three flavors, Baskin Robbins, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. I kind of wanted to know more about like what they mean by that and what they're trying to get at. And I guess it kind of boiled down to it just seems like some people are, are worse at this than others. And they they gave examples, and I don't want to I don't want to do that. But um, were were they all me? Where they were like, I don't know, I really. I really liked glass of milk with ice in it, but the bottle of ketchup was like falling flat for me. I have had people say that like, uh, and I think these are the people that only listen to like one or two episodes, that they actually do think that two different iterations of you are different people. <laughs> oh, nailed it. Yeah, uh, I've had that. So um, I'm so sorry for those people. No, it's all just... It's all Pirate Steve. It's just a lot of Pirate Steve. It's been me the whole time. Actually, you know, we don't have any other guests. Fucking sometimes I'm feeling a little extra and I call myself Marnie. But yeah, uh, my, my defense for that is that uh, people need multiple chances to get better at talking about movies uh, on a podcast. It's not an easy thing to do. I mean, this has been a learning experience for me. Like, I was not the movie dude. And then, like, like I'm, I'm becoming more of a movie dude than I was. Do, do you remember... <laughs> Because you're you're saying that and it's not giving a good like idea of like how far you've come. Do you remember when we recorded the episode for uh, Eraserhead that will never see the light of day because it's just poor audio quality, way worse than any on the people who are like, oh, the audio quality is kind of bad. We've had worse. So we, bad. In fact, we've had a dumpster out back that has a whole nother season of this shit that we just scrapped. There's plenty of scrapped episodes for poor audio quality. What you're getting is the, the creme de la creme of poor audio quality. It's the same thing like with when when somebody what was it uh, i think it was the samurai cop episode where somebody had said like oh this has got to be one of the worst b movies ever right and i was like oh no samurai cop's one of the best b movies ever like it's very well made <laughs> and then you you get to things like like with santo and it's not even like santo was a really bad movie you could just tell that like the budget wasn't there yeah for anybody paying attention it's like that the, the growth i've gone through here is definitely to the point where like you know, we watched Samurai Cop and I was like, I'm pointing out all these faults that are like not faults, but more like limitations that they were under. You know, we get we get to Santo and I'm just like not not pointing those out, you know, like uh, I, I mentioned the goofy little fire bit and it wasn't like I was knocking the effect, just like their use of it. You should have found a way to distinguish between the two. There were fucking, and, and, uh, and there are cheap ways to do that. And f honestly, free ways to do that. We could literally go back and edit that those two scenes and just have one of the fires be blue and the other one be a normal looking fire and ta-da! It's different now. The blue fire hurts you. Regular fire doesn't. There we go. You mentioned Eraserhead and I definitely look back and I'm like, man, that didn't make any sense you know if i if i had watched it this late in in the season i might have had something to say about it yeah it's it's unfortunate that now we've we've ruined Eraserhead for you you know as per the bylaws of our uh podcast you know you have to not have seen the movie and we that's that's another thing we really do stick to those rules where it's like if i have a feeling like someone might have seen it we just don't do that movie and there's so many movies and there's so many people in the world that we can find somebody who hasn't seen Eraserhead and still do an Eraserhead episode so we're not like fucking heartbroken over this it would have been good to be able to point to Eraserhead to say like oh yeah we've uh, come a long way from me getting out of Eraserhead and saying that movie made no sense and there was it made less and less sense as it went on and I think you said something similar in the Frank episode honestly where we came back and you said that the movie hadn't didn't make a whole lot of sense to you and we went in and in on it and talked about it but yeah movies movies are hard man and uh, I think that guests that come on to the the show need to have multiple chances to like you know do it up I want to be able to facilitate that I really do doing something like this recording somebody's like thoughts and feelings and uh having a conversation with them and everything it, it's just like movies it's something that should be loved and appreciated and respected and enjoyed even if it's not up to the standard of quality it's just different i don't think of it as like some guests are better than others i think of it as they need more chances i i realize that i'm saying that as we had a joke earlier in the in the podcast where you're like yeah you had some people on that apparently were so heinous that you kicked them out outright obviously if you come onto my podcast and you're like yeah i'm just gonna say hate speech and i'm not trying to be like clever or insightful or like have a discussion about it i'm just here to make fun of those gay guys they're gay haha <laughs> isn't that funny get the fuck out of my face go go Get, get right. on out of here you know right that's the thing like there's a there's a difference between like just being like an ignorant person or like you know just just not understanding how to adult like some people are still fucking finding their feet in the world i guess you know there, there's like a really easy through line here where it's like you know there's not there's not a bad movie there's just a movie that wasn't for you and there's like there's not bad movie watchers just movie watchers with different opinions than yours yeah 
And some people, some people just aren't great conversationalists on the first go of it. And maybe that's something we should consider. Like some, maybe some people would feel more comfortable having an actual script and maybe we should give that a try for some people. Obviously you and I can kind of like play off of each other in a way that's good. And even when you shock me with something that like I wasn't expecting, I can kind of work it around in a way. But some people are terrified of that. Just like they're terrified of, I have to come up with a name. Uh, I'll just, uh, I'll use, uh, the name of their cat or something, you know, and that's fine. Use the name of your cat. I'm sure definitely going to at some, at some point. <laughs> We need to try to, one thing that we don't really do a great job of is, is like uh, referencing things from the preamble in the outro. And I, I, I want to try to integrate the preamble more often. I thought about trying to figure out a way to do like a whose line is it anyways point system. And maybe this will be more possible once we have like actual fans. We can say when you post on the subreddit, maybe somebody could say like, oh yeah, 100, 100 points for the guy who said the, the Lego bit in the Hellraiser preamble. That was really funny and 100, 100 points for that. And obviously the points don't matter and they don't do anything. But at the end of the season, we can kind of rack them up and say Pirate Steve won this season mostly off of that guy who said 10 billion points for whatever the fuck. We're going to have to come up with a system for not giving out 10 billion points. I don't know. That might be kind of cool. At the end of the season, we'll wrap it all up. And well, well, Arliss, you got the most points. You are the, the most goodest angel baby boy. <laughs> I'm the... <laughs> I hesitate to say this, but like, I'm the, uh... Archibald T. Whisper Cider? No. <laughs> the the actor's name, um... Oh, it's Vincent Price, you idiot. Oh, yeah. I keep thinking of Pete Davidson for some reason. Oh, is it actually Vincent? <laughs> I was it like, is, there's it no is way. Vincent Price. It's Vincent Price. I'm like, there's no way he yeah. doesn't know that name. <laughs> yeah. I'm the, I'm the sweet baby boy of the, of the season. I'm the, I'm the Vincent Price of the season. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> And you know, and if we if we have like a, a woman win the best of the season, they'll they'll be the Grace Renat of the season, I guess. <laughs> Thank you, Grace Renat. The two actresses that like won best actress for See for Yourself episodes, it's it's gotta come between either Grace Renat or I forget her name, but the the lady from Brain Damage. Remember her? Oh yeah, the the woman that was like never in anything before or since, but just had the fucking like the best freak out scenes. They were like, yeah, uh, just go as crazy as you want. And she was like, okie dokie, and just fucking lost it in every scene. <laughs> right. Like, usually you get somebody up on camera and it's their first time acting. It's like, no more. All right, well, we're going to do it again and I need more. And they were like, Jesus woman, a little less, please. And this is what we got after that. <laughs> <laughs> they told her to take a deep breath, have some like baby carrots or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we've considered the possibility of covering a season of a TV show in one episode of the podcast, or even doing like a whole season of the podcast to cover multiple TV shows. We don't really know exactly how we would do this because TV shows are kind of difficult in this way. Uh, it's it's a lot, and it's and it's difficult. I, gu I guess the answer to this problem is it would really have to be the perfect tv show it would have to be something that we're really passionate and excited about and we know a lot about it and they're coming out with a tv show for it we're really excited to see what they'll do and we have that kind of like high energy to cover every little detail of it every little thing and really be excited to talk about it the problem with a lot of tv shows is there will definitely be episodes that are just like and this is the one where they put too much laundry detergent and the washer or you know the the dryer runs for so long that the shirts come out stiff and everybody wears stiff shirts the entire episode <sighs> do we just skip that episode i don't want to like disparage the hard work that people did to make it but like that's clearly the dud episode you know what i mean no I for sure I, we tried this with like uh jojo's and it's like well mm -hmm. like that that can be fun but you know we we mentioned on the or you mentioned on the santo one where it's like well you know maybe they just made a bunch of them and it's because you don't know if like you know santo versus the samurai was gonna hit or if it's santo versus the the wolfman you know like what if we we just pick like the worst possible like if we were gonna do dexter's laboratory and we're just gonna we're gonna watch dexter's laboratory and review each episode and people are like yes fuck yes more but we didn't do that we actually we did samurai jack and everybody's like that's the worst thing anybody's ever produced and you're gonna waste a whole season on this shit sure yeah um, like it's just kind of hard to say if, at least with a movie it's fucking self-encapsulated because it takes us about a year like one year to do a season of 
see for yourself just because of like different delays or other things like that. We've basically been working on this 26 episode stretch of see for yourself for about a year. It was about this time last year that we did our first episode, maybe a couple weeks from now, but whatever. I, I, I think you even pointed out, we didn't end up using that first fucking episode through trial and error. We've been able to get it to the point where it is. And let's assume that just about every season, because we're trying new things and we're discarding the bad ones and keeping the good ones, that it always takes us about a year to do this, right? I, one of the things I thought was, well, maybe we could do, we'll pick a TV show that we're interested in that came out this year. But then we run into that same problem you just described where it's like, okay, well, well, why didn't they pick Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon? That's the one to pick for this year, not Inside Job Season 2. And Inside Job Season 2 is just the type of show that we're more interested in than Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. We're, we're not terribly interested in that, sorry. And it's just going to be one of those things where it's like it disappoints the shit out of people. Whereas with our normal like setup, we kind of jump around so much. If you're like, I really wanted to see them cover the new Avatar movie, and for whatever reason, they didn't. But we did cover like Prey. We're obviously willing to cover like new stuff and maybe we'll get around to Avatar, The Last Waterbender, any minute now. So at least, you know, you can kind of feel like that's going to come around. But if we just do one TV show per season, and only of that year, like it has to be this year's newest show. So I don't know. I, there's just no way of doing it without like breaking into the film thing. And maybe once we're like actually making money off of this, we'll have like enough to throw around and say, oh, you know what? We'll do 26 episodes of the film stuff. And we'll, you know, have somebody do like a couple of episodes of TV or something. I don't fucking know. I've, I have no clue how to how to do this. It's a little much for us right now. One of the things that was brought up was that we should have more episodes where I am specifically the person who's in the dark and the other people know about it, or maybe they are also in the dark too. Uh, cl clearly the people making these comments like don't know you because I've tried. Like, <laughs> I, I have... Uh... <laughs> I, I've nailed it twice. Uh, the fucking the Brady Bunch, you hadn't seen it. Bunraku, you hadn't seen it. And then like the other ones that uh, the yeah, other ones I've recommended that like yeah. you haven't seen like were great movies or or they have Kevin Spacey in it, so that's kind of like on the back burner right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're waiting on everybody to stop having such a bad taste in their mouth about Kevin Spacey, including but not limited to me. <laughs> Yeah, when that uh, dies down, or like maybe when Kevin Spacey's dead, we're gonna go watch Capex. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and that's uh, so we're trying. Like, I appreciate the input, like, buddy. I am trying, but any if there's a movie worth watching, Arliss Johnson has probably seen it, and if he hasn't seen it, it's because like only a fuckhead like me would be like, no, no, no. Specifically, the Brady Bunch sequel. That's that's the banger. <laughs> I think this one's easier to do than it seems like. It's just gonna be, we're gonna find some fucking obscure ass, like, it's a it's a B-movie that was made in Japan. It wasn't, it didn't get an international release, but uh, somebody put subtitles to it and has just recently created, like, a DVD copy of it that you can buy online. And, uh, yep, that's what we're gonna cover for movies that I haven't seen. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, you know, we've got a couple of, of, like, golden episodes for both of us in there. Like, there, there's something special about, you know, ha having such a deep love for the movie itself and knowing it and then, like, sharing that with somebody or asking, like, leading questions. Like, I, I put I put more work than I'm willing to admit into, like, trying to come up with good questions for the Brady Bunch one sure. uh, because like I remembered it like I watched that shit on repeat as a kid and so I'm like oh, I'm an expert on the Brady Bunch sequel and so this this is my time to shine you know and it's just it's a little bit different if like then if neither of us had just ever seen the Brady Bunch to begin with or knew there was a movie and it's like yeah I guess uh 70s suburbia you got any predictions on that <laughs> There are a couple of like, uh, you talked about how there are like certain tropes that we have where these are sort of things that come up in episodes every now and again. Blank for yourself joke that we like to do. Or I, I've been enjoying that, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's one of your favorites. You really like it. How we simultaneously will like say, oh, well, come on, this thing's not so bad. It's not as bad as this other thing. And then later we'll be like, wait, that, that other thing's not bad either. Like, <laughs> we're just, we're just trying to illustrate a point. <laughs> I think we've done this with like kink shaming in the past where we're like, and, and like wanting to see foot pics isn't even that bad. It's not as bad as this other thing. That other thing wasn't bad either. They're, none of them are bad. I know. I, this, 
I can only backpedal so much, man. It's like you know, <laughs> you're, you're allowed. You're allowed to do, do it. Do whatever you like. Do it. Do whatever feels good to you and is at least acceptable to the other person. We did this with Santo as well. Like, oh, yo, Samurai Cop's not a not a bad B movie. Oh, Santo's a bad B movie. And now we're like, well, no, 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 Santo wasn't bad either. <laughs> right. I mean, I'd recommend Santo to a, to to a lot of people, man. Oh, I'm uh, looking forward to talking about it nonstop. Like, as soon as I get in like a film circle with people being like oh well i've seen solo or the 120 days of saddam and i've i've seen all of the a24 movies that have ever come out and i'll be like okay but who here is like familiar with the entirety of the santo like cinematic universe Oh, uh, yes. Well, I, I see you're uh, fucking gone with the wind or whatever, and I raise you Santo versus the werewolf's curse. Fuck <laughs> Santo yes. versus fucking Santo and the blue demon versus fucking Dr. Octopus. <laughs> Santo versus the evil brain. That was one of the first Santo movies. You didn't know that? Was it? Yeah, Santo Shit. versus the evil brain, which I imagine as they're writing this, like Santo's sitting here by candlelight and his, like, his quilled feathered pen, and he's just like, what is the opposite of a muscular wrestling fighting man an evil brain yes yes of course <laughs> oh lord <laughs> genius genius Santo yes <laughs> oh god uh, I, I'd uh, like I'd like it if uh, throughout the whole Santo cinematic universe there's just like a whole bunch of of plot twists that we don't get to sit on for any amount of time just he's like ah oh. and uh, and the evil brain will never see it coming and it cuts just to like a brain in a jar and he's like I totally see this shit coming <laughs> I'm a brain why wouldn't I <laughs> <laughs> Santo was so good <laughs> <gasps> Oh, god damn. Uh oh. But there are even tropes with how we like select and create these episodes. Like, there are some episodes where it's like, this is a passion film for Arliss. Arliss loves this movie. He thinks it's so cool and he knows everything about it. And he's going to just grill the other person and try to get them to say some stupid shit about it. Or there are episodes where it's like, I was just poking around on the internet and I found a fun fact about this movie. And so now we're going to watch the movie and talk about the fun fact and talk about the movie. There's the one where it's like, uh, uh, hey, somebody recommended this to me once and I don't know anything about it other than like some key plot points that they've mentioned to me and so we're gonna go for it. Or even the one where it's like, oh, hey, this is a brand new movie and people are excited about it so we're gonna cover it really quick. I think that is the one that's my least favorite. It sort of exemplifies the least what we're trying to do here. It's just, hey, we're covering this because it's like a new thing. And we did that multiple times in season one and I'd like to, in general, get away from it. Not just because I don't like it as much, but also because I'd like for us to get the average release date of the films that we watch down. In season one, the average release year for films that we watched was 2003, which is probably brought up a lot by the fact that we have like several 2022 movies in season one. I think we only one time went pre-1970. Right, yeah, because uh, that was the big point of The Tingler is it, it was so, so old compared to everything else. There's even older stuff than The Tingler. Like The Tingler isn't like an old, old, old movie. It's a, what we've been making movies for 130 years or something like that and it's in 1959 so it's it's right kind of in the middle basically a little bit newer than it is older in terms of like the entire history of film there's obviously also the one where we go in completely blind and we don't know anything and all we know is like hey i did a cursory google search of like stuff that's available for free to watch and we came across Santo. That's literally how we came across Santo. Santo is probably, in my opinion, that is the movie that we selected for the best reasons. We literally didn't know anything about it. We didn't do any research. All I knew was that Santo was a masked wrestler, and I thought that was kind of cool. And then we also knew that there were other Santo movies that have, like, ridiculous names, just like the first Santo movie we came across was Santo and the Bride of Frankenstein. We didn't watch the movie. We just saw the title and thought, that's kind of cool. And then I brought it up to Pirate Steve, and then we went into it. And we didn't know anything. We didn't know that, like, Santo had been making these movies for like uh, his whole career effectively. Right. I um I think I had mentioned something along the lines of like uh, you know most of the Santo cinematic universe 
has the has the most wild clickbaity shit. We settled on what ended up being the the last and the worst and like the second half of a two part. Like we had no idea, and it seemed like this is the I don't know what you would imagine having no clue what's going on was the vision for Santo because you know Santo versus the Karate Masters. It's like oh he's trying to share lucha as a fighting style with the world. Blah 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 blah. You know you would think that. It's like nope. I really wanted to fight Dracula and and the werewolf and the, and the mummy's curse. It's a alluded to that they go to space at some point and it's like the and those were the good movies you know not not this seemingly original thing in versus the karate masters and it's it's crazy how even like the bad santo movie was still a lot of fun <laughs> like right but like we didn't know like the history of it and how santo was this beloved character in mexico and people loved him and they went to his funeral and it was a whole big to do he had to he basically got kicked out of movie making by the government and he had to like go and make this movie in florida because it was just a little bit cheaper and he didn't have as much money for it because a lot of the money that he would get would be subsidized by the government in some way and the, the president of like 1970 whatever have you decimated uh mexico's economics effectively i did a lot of this research and we ended up learning a lot about mexican film industry and specifically how it affected santo and how santo affected it it's crazy that we were we were doing all this research and learning all these things and talking about it like nonstop for like a whole week after recording the Santo episode, like a bunch of fucking idiots. And and we feel bad about this, but also at the same time, that's kind of the point of what we're doing here is to go in ignorantly and to like embrace that ignorance in a loving way. Like it's okay to not know about things and to slowly learn about them and still voice your opinions about them. It would be a terrible fucking podcast if all we ever said was, well, I don't know as much as I would like to know in order to speak about this comfortably. So I'm just going to choose to be silent about the Santo movie until I know more about it. And it goes against our core values of loving and embracing the fact that you don't know about shit, but you should still be able to enjoy it and go out and experience it and talk about it with your friends and the world at large. It was crazy that like at the end of that week of like doing all that research, Guillermo del Toro came forward and was like, Mexico has like ruined its film industry. And like now the, I think it's the, the Ariel awards or the Ariel awards, or I'm, I'm not sure exactly how to say it out loud. I've only ever read the word. I've never heard anyone say it. Now he's having to sort of like financially cover the cost of the Ariel awards in Mexico, which is effectively like their Oscars or, or whatever. He specifically points out the year that that president took over in Mexico, president Jose Lopez Portillo. Guillermo del Toro is like, yeah, it can be traced back to him, but like we, we've been doing a bad job and we need to be doing better. That could probably be said about a lot of places. We're just sort of highlighting Mexico right now because we're talking about Santo, but like uh, it was just crazy how all that happened sort of all at once for us. And that's one of the things that like, if we didn't do a season wrap up episode, you wouldn't really get to know that all that had happened. And I think that's cool stuff to get to learn, I guess. Santo's really fucking cool, man. Yeah, no, I, I like finding these these gems out there, or like like uh, I love Tingler so much because we did one other like quote unquote experimental horror thing, and that was House, and I was like, yeah, you know, it's it's really neat to see how they're just like, let's find out what works. Uh, to see people back there when like. I imagine, you know, being completely ignorant of the history of film that, like, people were not even really, like, sure this was it. Like, if this was where the fucking money was at and, what you know, are, are we just going to waste the budget on the Tingler? And, like, they still had the balls to come out and be like, no, wouldn't it be neat if the director straight up told you that this is a, a biopic on an actual thing that you have in your spine? Like that, that shit's fun. It's just fun to find out about. I agree. And I think that's very much what we're doing here. That should be on your bingo card. That is very much or very much. God, I say that so fucking much. Obviously we have some goals for the upcoming season and things that we're interested in doing. Viewership counts that we'd like to hit. There's obviously a lot of fears that we have surrounding. Is there an, an industry secret to success that we're just unaware of? I don't know. I mean, our numbers go up at pretty much every episode and that's good. And it's steady growth and whatnot. I just, it's always confusing to me to like hear those like overnight success stories and i'm like well shit why can't that be us fuck me <laughs> we've obviously experimented with some things that just didn't end up panning out remember when we tried doing our own music for uh the dead heat episode uh did we do we actually do that if you go back and listen to the dead heat episode we never say it out loud we never say all right, everybody, so for this episode, we're going to try making our own music, but we had been joking about it, and I know you remember us joking about it, but, like, we actually tried to do it in the Dead Heat episode, and maybe clever editing made it seem like it wasn't as colossally bad as it was, but, like, yeah. <laughs>
you know, maybe we just got to try it again. You know, you, you can't just take one and be like, well, this will never work. That's fair. How about this? After the, we get done recording this episode, you go back and you listen to the Dead Heat episode and you're like, wow, that that had some merit to it. That was pretty all right. We should give it another go. Then we'll give it another go. I trust you and your judgment. As far as I stand on it, I say, yeah. <laughs> we also tried watching the movie together virtually for Itchy the Killer because, you know, we've had to start recording these episodes virtually with each other because we don't live near each other anymore. Watching the movie together didn't really pan out super well. We ended up just kind of like waiting for the commercials to start like barking at each other effectively and then being silent the rest of the time. People have mentioned this as well. Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know why. This is such a common through line for people, but people have mentioned that they are interested in that Mystery Science Theater 3000 thing for us to do where we kind of just like riff on the thing. I am just completely uninterested in it. Are you? Yeah entirely mm. i think if there were some sort of a graceful way to do it without like dipping heavy-handedly into it maybe we could try to like sort of brush it in you know i thought about like the possibility of well maybe if we could just sort of like have a recording running of verbal reactions to the film naturally as we're watching it and then we just sort of try to recreate those and then jam those into the period of the podcast in between the preamble and the outro maybe then we could do it that way and that would be enough for me but i don't think that's actually what people are asking for they actually want us to copy exactly the formula for a Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode. And I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, that's fair. I, I think that's, that's basically it. I, I mean, that's the end of it. Like, I think it would be fun to do, but maybe not for everyone you know fuck i need somebody in the room to fucking i'm not i'm not here talking to myself while the movie's rolling um, exactly yeah i need a backboard for all my near misses in comedy it would be nice if we could just capture all those little moments where we have like an idea while we're watching a thing because a lot of those slip through the cracks and we don't end up getting to talk to them but this isn't the make sure nothing slips through the crack for yourself podcast we cover what we cover and that's the end of it you know uh, we're not gonna get every single little little tidbit every single little joke every single little observation you know we're gonna miss some stuff and that's okay it's even good maybe you know it gives you something to like you can watch the movie and be like oh cool i th i thought of something that wasn't mentioned in your guys's podcast and then you know when you email us we can be like oh actually we did think about that it just didn't make it into the episode or mm. you know we had to cut it out from the recording or whatever and that could be like a cool moment where we have solidarity between us i don't fucking know i've been thinking about how you said earlier that we should try to have more structure to the episode where it's like we talk about the beginning of the movie then we talk about the middle then we talk about the end instead of of like oh i really like this and then i really oh but then if you think about from earlier in the movie and then oh but at the ending though i don't know how we would even do that because just how our brains work isn't really aligned for that and it would require a lot more effort on our behalf but uh i did think about how a lot of times in these episodes we kind of start out of the gate just shitting on the movie i don't know why it is we do this it's even for movies that we will later say i really liked it actually <laughs> We'll just come right out of the fucking preamble being like, oh my god, they added a dagger to the Hellraiser cube? How stupid! And then later we'll be like, actually, it was pretty cool that they did that. It's kind of a new and interesting thing. It's different. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we, we ta I think we also talked about it in that episode where, like, we are kind of hypocritical and, and our own biggest enemies to the shit that we claim, where it's like, oh, I wish directors would fucking take more chances. The Tingler was great, but if it's like, you know, fucking, if I hadn't seen The Tingler and Pinhead himself came out and was like, hey, just so you know, this is real. Okay, bye, enjoy the movie now. <laughs> like, I would have thought that was the stupidest shit. <laughs> I never thought about it in those terms. Like, if, if a Hellraiser movie was coming out, they're like, all right, we're going to do the 2024 Hellraiser movie. Okay, cool. I'm so excited. Yeah, Hellraiser. I would never guess. Movie opens up. Pinhead walks out on, on center stage and just says, hello, audience. It's me, Pinhead. You know me. I know you. Uh, <laughs> just wanted to let you know all the events you're about to see are real. They really happen. So if you feel remorse or sad or scared or afraid, that's okay. And you should feel those things because it really did happen for real. Anyways, enjoy the movie, or should I say documentary? I don't know. Have a good night. Like, <laughs> I, would, I would never guess that to this day. God damn, this podcast has not helped me to be like a more clairvoyant, like seeing everything. I know what it's about to happen before it happens. 
viewer, but it has made me appreciate some wacky shit I never thought was possible in film. I, I mean, that's the whole point, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, go, going forward, like, uh, you know, in my wildest ideas in the beginning were fucking the stupidest, whatever, and like, and then, you know, we're spitballing the other night, and we're like, what if my signature as a director is just at the beginning of every film, no matter the genre, no matter no matter the themes that I'm talking about, it's just like, and then all the spiders on Earth died. Anyways, uh, back to the North Pole so we can see Santa's workshop. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's see if these two lesbians will ever come out of the closet to each other and express their true feelings, despite society's misgivings about homosexuality. But keep in mind, while all that's going on, spiders no are spiders. Spiders <laughs> are gone. <laughs> like I, I don't know if that was pivotal to the story. It's like, but it's got to be. It's, it's got to be important enough to put it in every movie. Lord. Now, uh, before we start this movie, spiders have never existed. As God was making the planet and the universe and everything, he said, eh, I'll pass on spiders. Fuck them. In this universe. In, just in this universe. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm your director. It's me, Arliss Johnson. Hello. Back to the movie. And then it's just, The Amazing Spider-Man, number four. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That's just about everything I wanted to cover, all the things that I had to say. I'm sure that there's a bunch of stuff we're missing here. I know it's really shitty because we've had so many conversations about what we were going to do with this that I think we've sort of lost a lot of that, uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of that good, like, spontaneity for this. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I hadn't written anything down, really. Really, my, uh, my big idea was to, like, and it would have been just a huge waste of time. I'm glad we just talked about it for a split second here, you know, going down and explaining why we fired every one of the previous and completely different and not the same people guests we've had on the show. But then it then it just feels like an apology, like one of those apology videos. And like, first off, nobody gives a fuck what we're saying right now. Like, we, we, have, we have no fans to apologize to. So really, that's just like self-gratifying bullshit. But, you know, it is probably just worth noting real quick that like, I don't know. I'm probably more to blame for this than you are, but like I, I just say some shit off the cuff, and then and then we'll turn around and be like listening to the episode, and it's uh wow, did you uh did you mean to be a complete racist piece of shit, or just you know that's just how you were feeling at the time, and it's like that's not my intention ever. Yeah. Which which one of these episodes was it where I was like, yeah, yeah, can we get back to me disparaging the Irish? And it's like, well, you're not disparaging the Irish. You're pointing out that, like, in the 50s, this is something that could be reasonably expected to be in a movie. Yeah, that was the Tingler episode. And, and I agree. You, you you said it the best on the, on the phone the other day where you said, uh, we are willing to say something that sounds really fucked up to highlight that this could have been a lot worse or that our expectations are so low that we're expecting something terrible or we saw something terrible and like we're trying to express it like oh they basically just wrote and then say something fucked up yeah we did this on samurai cop was like probably probably the most time we spent going back and forth with the worst shit yeah but it, but it's because like in in the movie like uh they're, they're pretty hardline shitting on on these immigrants like that's it's just a it was a wild thing it was like it felt out of place and i don't know if that's just you know because like it didn't need to be in the movie or because like they didn't handle it right in the movie or maybe it's just my 2020 sensibilities that are like why would why would you call them that and and back you know we go back to the movie and they're just like what, what do you mean because i can because it's 1980 and nobody gives a fuck about it like that it feels like we know that we're just trying to highlight how fucked up that was and trying to find like a way to express that without just saying that was fucked up moving on or that was fucked up let's linger on how fucked up it was and have like a really remorse and sad moment it's not as if we've never had sad moments on the podcast it's just uh, I, I think that we're always trying to be critical and we're always trying to uh, highlight how fucking crazy something was how how absurd it was in the moment i agree and those those things are always tough i i've said some pretty bad stuff too but it always comes back to that place of like we're just trying to highlight this was this was really messed up I guess this is uh this is the end of season one. It was a beautiful season. I'm I'm looking forward to a lot of different stuff or a lot of the same. I, I'd honestly be happy to do almost exactly what we did for season one for season two. I think we did a pretty good job, pretty serviceable. Uh, I think it's uh, nice that we got a we got an email now. You know, I I'd really like it if some people could uh could send in. You know, tell us you hate us, tell us you love us, tell tell us something. God, you know, anything. I, like I would just. God. 
hey, see for yourself, guys. I really like that episode you did about the Tingler. I had an idea. What if you just did an episode where you guys, like, eat pizza and, like, talk about how good it is? Email us that shit. We'll make fun of you for it, but it'll probably be, like, good content. I don't know how interested I am in making fun of people for emailing us, but uh, it's it's certainly an option. <laughs> that's the the other thing we would probably think that it's okay to make fun of someone for emailing us and then never hear an email ever again (laughs) oh god right as we're saying that as i'm like hey we have an email send us your suggestions and he's already he's he's run off to the presses and he's like i'm gonna let these guys know that i really want them to eat and then i fucking say that shit and he's like oh i I guess i won't (laughs) fuck this podcast anyways a lot of people aren't uh, built to be able to like hear a joke and understand it's a joke. A lot of times it's kind of like, well, they're just being mean to me. And uh, for those people, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. We're, we must, we're the devil, basically. Fuck us. I, I mean, kind of. <laughs> I, I mean, really, though. Like, shit, I, I was out at a bar last night and, uh, you know, I, I had just enough to be sociable with other people. And, and I started, I started getting rowdy. I'm like... <laughs> I told this poor woman that, like, she's like, I'm from Pennsylvania. And I'm like, oh, that's basically Florida. (laughs) (laughs) And you're you're trying to be fun and jovial and make a connection. And she's just like, no, 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 we're we're not like Florida. We're not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's like, wow, what what did I do to invoke the ire of this random alcoholic? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Well, make make sure to check out the the see for yourself subreddit and you know if you if you feel like sending us an email hit us up at contactforyourself@gmail.com. at gmail.com shoot us shoot us a, a message let us let us know what you're thinking and we'll get to work on opening up social media and whatnot and trying to we really just need to find somebody to like man our social media stuff because i know that you know doing a subreddit's one thing but like having somebody try to make twitter posts or you know like actually propagate it like you know sharing it to certain circles and stuff like that like i really threw it out there and i don't think there's like i, I don't know how people find new subreddits you know what i mean like I don't know how people find new podcasts. It's uh, I'm doing my best out here, but like the only people I have to connect with are people that I know, and I'm not trying to like shill at them, you know? I'm not trying to alienate the few people that I can tolerate by being like, and by the way, I have a podcast. Like, fucking of course you do. Yeah, we know, man. We can. We know what you look like. You're, you're a guy <laughs> who has a podcast. I've seen the clothes you wear and the fucking hats you have on and the glasses. and Yeah, you're, you have a podcast. I know. <laughs> I've heard you talk about movies, and that's just to me. Like, you, you gotta have plenty of downtime where you're just talking to yourself about that shit, and that sounds kind of crazy. Make a podcast. Might as well record it and throw it online. You have, you have no clue how many people have told me in my life I should have, like, a YouTube channel or a podcast or something. And now that I finally do, and I'm like, maybe once every month, once every other month, I'll be like, hey, go check out my podcast. And nobody fucking does. Fuck me. Right. <laughs> Anytime somebody says that, like, wow, man, you should have a podcast. What they're saying is like, wow, man, I'm sure somebody's interested in this stupid shit that you tell me all the time i'm not but (laughs) if you're incapable of shutting the fuck up you should at least record it and put it online for somebody to give a fuck about it (laughs) all right well with all that said uh that's uh that's it for the season thank you season one thank you for everybody for enjoying season one and uh, thank you everybody for hating season one you know uh, just 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 making making your way out was a good thing to do way to go Uh, tune in to season two where we get uh we try to do better or worse (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> probably worse we love you we love you all and go fuck yourselves <laughs> <laughs> yes i agree i support that message <laughs>